What's up, guys? My name is Andres. This is the Strong Family Money Show. Thanks for coming back. Uh, today, do you want to know uh, the different ways you can finance a property uh, if you're a real estate investor? Stick around. I'm going to show you how to do that. Um, like I said, my name is Andres. This is the Strong Family Money Show where we teach dads how to take control and improve their fitness, their finances, and their families. Uh, so today we're going to go over the different types of financing that you can use to uh, invest in your first um, or, you know, other uh, uh, investment properties. So it's important that you know these, that you know these types of financing. You don't have to know all of them. You can get away with knowing uh, a few of them because one, it's good to know as much information as you can when you go into a deal. Uh, two, you might be able to, depending on what the deal is, combine uh, a few of them so that you can get the deal uh, completed. Uh, so first, I mean, the easiest way uh, to purchase a property is an all-cash deal. So you uh, save up money, you find a deal online or through networking, which I'm going to cover in another video, and you go and you plop the full price of the home down um, to buy the property. Um, most of the time, the deals that you can do with this require a lot of work on the back end. So yeah, you can find a home that's fairly inexpensive somewhere and you can then buy it all cash, but you get what you pay for and you may have to do a lot of uh, maintenance work, you know, have a, a contractor go in and do a lot of, um, you know, uh, re revitalizing the uh, remodeling the property so but that's one way to, one way to do it and that's the easiest way because there's you know just you and the and the the seller you know you don't have to get other banks involved or other financial institutions involved to do that type of deal so you just go in plop the money down the deal's done or you can do how most people buy their own home which is a conventional loan uh, so you go in with some percentage as a down payment, uh, depending on your um, financial situation, you qualify for a certain interest rate on a certain term of loan. You go into a bank or a mortgage company and you let you set this up with them. So that way, you know, you know, with this down payment, I can afford this much home because um, of my financial standing. So, you know, so the, the big the big question is, would you, you know, these are all hypothetical numbers, but would you rather buy uh, one home cash for a hundred grand or would you want to buy five homes with 20 grand down using um, some sort of conventional loan to, to purchase those five properties? So, you know, it all depends on what you want to do and, and how you want it to affect you personally and your finances. Um, so in, in that same token, you know, if you can't buy a hundred grand, a hundred thousand dollar home cash, you can go and get a conventional loan with 20,000 down or some percentage down um, and carry a mortgage on that home. And the best part about having a rental property is that you don't pay the mortgage, right? Your tenant pays the mortgage for you. So all you have to do is qualify for it. So technically, once you get your down payment back in uh, rent, then, you know, the the tenant pays a mortgage and, you know, 
you get your money back and you have an investment with technically all your current, your initial investment already taken care of. So conventional loans, um, portfolio lenders. So these are our lenders. So most of the time when you go to like to a bank, you know, they are not using their own money. They're using the money of the people that use that bank as their, you know, savings or whatever. Um, portfolio lenders are, are uh, lenders who use their own money to issue uh, loans to people. As a result, they can lend money to more people faster. So they 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 are, you know, like investors, right? They're using their money to get some return on the money that they lend out. Um, so even though they make it easier, you know, it, it may come with extra costs associated with it because you know they do want to uh, ensure that they get their money returned to them or they turn their profit on the money they lend out. So uh, easier to qualify for because it's the person's money, but because it's easier, there are more, um, you know, overhead charges that you have to consider to, to uh, uh, use a portfolio lender. Uh, if you, uh, let's say you're starting out as a, as a uh, investor and um, you know, you don't have a lot of money to put down uh, you can use an FHA loan to buy uh, your property. So you have. So the thing about FHA loan is they have a three and a half percent down payment. Uh, the property has to qualify. Um, it has to be livable. And it can't be uh, too much of a fixer upper. So, uh, but you do have to live in the home. So uh, the way people do it is so they qualify for an FHA loan. They put the three and a half percent down. They get a property that doesn't require much work. Um, the loan does come with uh, PMI because you are um, uh, putting a low down payment down. Um, and once you hit 20% of the cost of the home in your you know monthly payments, then that PMI goes away. Uh, so people, uh, uh, what people do is they find a multifamily home, duplex, triplex, fourplex, you live in one of the units that satisfies that requisite uh, of the FHA loan. Um, and you rent out the other three or whatever, one to three uh, units in your multifamily property. Um, that way uh, you get the benefit of having more than one property and you get the benefit of having the low down payment in the FHA loan. Um, and then you can then, uh, you know, if you want, something down the road, refinance into some sort of conventional loan so that you can then rent out that fourth or extra unit that you were living in and uh, you just rinse and repeat. So um, I'm going to have a, a lot more of these um, in the description or the link to my website. I'll have the full blog post there. Uh, there are some that are pretty specialized and not everyone uh, can or probably will want to use them because they have a lot more requirements or they're just a lot more difficult to execute. So these are just the, the easy ones that pretty much everyone can can do. So owner financing. So if you find um, uh, a property, and let's say that the person you know paid off the mortgage, it's their home free and clear. Uh, in, in some instances, if you can speak to the owner of the home, you can then say, you know, I want to buy your home, but I can't, you know, pay for it outright. You know, let's say that they, um, uh, you know, don't want to take on, you know, a lot of the tax implications that fall with, um, fall into selling a home. Let's just say they want to sell it to you. They're basically turning to the bank, right? So they'll they'll make you uh, their own loan, loan. 
they'll let you pay off the mortgage in monthly payments, whatever they sell at the selling prices um, that they, you and the owner think of. Um, and you can then, you know, pay off the loan. You can then, you know, live in the home, save money until you can find some other sort of financing to then take over the home and then um, uh, rent it out that way. Or if they let you like, you can, you know, this is all negotiable. You say, you know, you want monthly payments. You don't want to be a, a landlord. So what we'll do is, you know, you sell me the home owner financing. I'll make you a payment that we all agree on as an acceptable payment um, for like, you know, their mortgage that you agree with them with. Then you find a renter that lives in the home. There's some margin from what the rent is and what your mortgage payment is to the the. Um, we want to call it the owner of the, that's selling the property and, you know, you basically, um, you know, keep the profit and eventually you must then do some conventional way of then getting the home from them so that you can then carry on that rental agreement with your, your, your tenant. Um, there aren't many people that do owner financing that will let you, you know, do 30 years or whatever. Uh, most of the time it's just like a, a bandaid until you can, uh, find some other way to take the property off their their hands. So uh, it does happen. Um, it does require some um, negotiating, but you can do owner financing, and that that takes care of uh, uh, you having to go to like a bank or mortgage professional to get your um, loan taken taken care of. Uh, hard money lending. So there are people that it's kind of like. Um, what was the other one I call portfolio lenders, but these people, um, their money is, uh, lent to you for a short period of time. So, uh, let's say that you want to buy a home. You don't have a down payment. You go to this hard money lender. You say, I want this amount of money to make a down payment so that you can then do a, a conventional or whatever you're going to do. You have their money for some short period of time, six months, one year, two year, right? And then you must then refinance the home or find some other way to pay them back their money uh, with whatever interest rate. And again, these guys are in it um, to turn a profit on the money they lend quickly. They're not like a, a bank where they will let you have the loan for a long period of time. And then over the long period of time, they make their, uh, their money. These guys are like, you need money to do the deal now. We'll give you that money, but you have to you know, kick back this interest rate to us. You only get it for, you know, 6, 12, 18 months. You got to figure out some other way to, uh, well, no, they don't even care. They want their money back at that time. So uh, hard money lenders, they're a good way to get money fast, but they cost money because they're a business and you have to be ready to pay them back uh, whenever the term says to pay them back. Okay. Uh, home equity line of credits, a HELOC. Uh, if you own a home, you have equity in the home, you can go to the bank and say, I want to use my equity to go and buy another home. Um, totally normal procedure. Lots of people do it. So you want to look, you might want to look into your home as a way to get money to then buy a rental property. So you go to the bank, they say, we'll lend you the money based on whatever uh, equity you have in your home. And then there's different ways to do it. They either, uh, some people do like a credit card type where you can uh, use and pay money. Or some people give you lump sum. Here's your equity that we think we can uh, lend you on. You then use that equity to go out and 
do one of these other financial. That's why I say you might want to might want to use or might have to use more than one um, financing uh, strategy. But you know, if you use your home to get money, you can then go out and you know purchase another home with that equity because it's just sitting there, right? And if you know, you might as well use it if it's just sitting there. Um, interest rates, depending on you know where you are and what financial institution you use, are you know pretty all right. But it's it's all use the equity you have in your home for something and not have to wait until you sell the home to use that equity, right? But you have to use it responsibly. You don't want to get a HELOC and go on vacation or, you know, buy a sports car, right? You want to use this equity that you've uh, gained over uh, however long you've had your home for something smart and why not use it for something that will make you money in the long run so look into a HELOC uh, you can use partnerships I mentioned in a previous video uh, if you don't have money but you have time or if you don't have money you have skills you can partner with somebody who has money and you guys decide what the split is on whatever profit you're gonna make but you can go in with someone so you, you're a contractor yourself and you want to get into real estate investing you know someone who's has money to help you do that, but they don't have time or skills to do it. You go and say, hey guy, we're gonna split everything 50-50. You're gonna give me your money, I'm gonna do all the work, and I'm just gonna give you a check for half of whatever we're making on whatever interval we're gonna make it on. Um, you know, a lot of people do this. You know, If you wanna partner more than one person, uh, probably you won't make as much money as you do it by yourself, but you won't have as much responsibility if you, if you do this with one or more other uh, person or people. So uh, that's a basic overview on how you can finance a rental property. Again, I'll have a, a link to my website with a few other ones that are, are a little more intricate, you know, like your 401k or some other retirement accounts. Uh, you know, there are other uh, um, programs you can use or, or institutions you can use, but uh, they're pretty specialized. But these are basically the ones that a majority of investors or people want to get into real estate investing use to purchase their first or multiple homes. So there you have it. If you have any questions, drop me a comment or send me an email. My information is in the um, notes uh, or if you're on my website, uh, you can find the contact us and send me a, an email. Uh, my name is Andres. This was the Strong Family Money Show. Thanks for watching. Uh, behind me, I have my books here. Uh, I got these on Amazon, or if you want to send me your email, I can email you a PDF of them. Uh, my Life Compass book, which is a collection of blog posts that I've used um, to help me, um, you know, start, you know, businesses, get through some stuff, improve my life. And I have a first-time homebuyer guide. If you're a first-time homebuyer, it's just the complete process of what happens when you when you buy a home, right? How to find an agent. Uh, I'm a real estate agent here in Ventura County. Uh, so I summarize the process in, in this book. So link in the description if you want to buy it off Amazon. Uh, send me an email, all right, and I can uh, send you a PDF copy of the books. My name is Andres. This is a Strong Family Money Show. Thanks for watching, and I'll talk to you guys next time.